Hi folks, Curtis Shelburne here, and welcome to the Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. A good place just to be and breathe and hang out for a while as we share some words about life in Christ. That's all of it, I think. Life, that is. The good, the bad, the fun, the sad, the deepest joys, the toughest sorrows, all of it. I think we're going to have a good time, and I hope you enjoy this. I hope you tell your friends about it, and I hope you come back. Well, we're into, well, episode 24 today. It's been a few days since I've done one. Actually, it's been about a month. Christmas and the holidays all intervened. And wow, isn't your head spinning? My head is usually spinning this time of year. Here come the tax forms and all of that, and I'm pretty bad about putting that stuff off. And I've done it again. I'd like to say that my resolution is that I'll never do that again. I'll deal with all of the accounting stuff and the bank statements and all of this stuff and the the bills and the record keeping. I'll deal, well, I do deal with the bills. I don't have much choice, but I'll deal with all of that right as it comes along. I never have yet, and I doubt that I ever will. I'd almost rather just bite the bullet and do a lot of that stuff at one time, but boy, it's a tough one time. And here we are. I've got a birthday in January. My dad had a birthday in January. My oldest grandchild, a sweet now 14-year-old girl who is just, uh, oh, she's incredible, has a birthday in January. And so there's a lot good about it. And it may snow even sometimes in January. And I personally like snow. We go on family ski trips a lot of the time in January. There are a lot of good things about January. I keep reminding myself of that. But I just have to say, in a lot of ways, January is not my favorite month. Christmas. I love Christmas. And yes, I love snow. But, you know, January in some ways is just honestly a little depressing. And what a year we had in 2020. I don't know if 2020, the very mention of that, uh, how long it will bring up just shudders from a lot of people, but probably for a pretty long time. I have to remind myself that In our life and in our world, and certainly in our lives, although 2020 was very difficult, it also was a year filled with some pretty amazing blessings and some of them out of the ordinary amazing. I need to remember that because there were some out of the ordinary difficult trials, of course. And then we got into 2021. Well, what do you say? It started off kind of rough. I know we're getting the vaccines in. I've already got one shot of one of the vaccines, one of the types, and I'm really glad to have done that. Can't wait to get the next one and uh, have a little immunity going on here. I think that's a good thing, and I'm looking forward to brighter things, and I thank God for the fact that the vaccine was able to be formulated, whatever the word is, so quickly. That doesn't really worry me. I know it worries some. I think it's passed a lot of safety stuff. That's another issue. And I'm happy with it. I want it. I took it and I'm taking it. And I'm so thankful for that. Having said all of that, we get into 2021 and what happens? Oh, we have a pathetic mess at our Capitol. Pathetic by anybody's standard. What a mess. And yeah, we had some other tough things during the year back in the summer. There were some things that happened that uh, I don't think too many folks ought to be very proud about. We had some tough stuff. We had some things when you're riding and when you're tearing stuff up, when you're going into places and trespassing where you're not supposed to be, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you can talk about issues all you want to, and we need to be able to peacefully debate issues. 
But a mob is a mob is a mob. And I don't think most mobs leave many of us too much to be proud of when those kinds of things happen. So all of that was going on. And yet today is January 20th, as I'm recording, 2021. It's Inauguration Day. And you know what? No matter who you voted for, I personally take a great deal of comfort that I can turn on the TV and take a look up there at the screen and I see that our nation is inaugurating a president, just as we've done for lots and lots of years now, even though it's been a very difficult and in so many ways unusual year. Whether you voted for this particular guy or not, you've just got to be thankful, I think, as an American that in so many ways democracy held. And we have seen, I guess as we see every year, maybe more starkly portrayed, we have seen some folks misbehaving. Having said that, most of our 330 million Americans have behaved this year. The Constitution has held, and we are inaugurating a president today, and I'm thankful for that. And again, I don't care who you voted for in this regard. Let's be praying for our new president. Let's be praying for our country. Let's be praying, come what may. Now, I'm stepping on myself a little bit here because I'm going to talk about some of that in just a moment in a little more detail. Right now, let me just say again, this is episode number 24, Inauguration Day. And I'm glad you're with us uh, on this particular little 24th trip on this podcast. As most of you know, I've been recording a CD. I had really hoped... I say a CD. I guess I really should say an album. Yeah, there'll be some CDs available. I plan to have some USB flash drives available. It'll certainly be available online for download and those kinds of things. So I'm excited to tell you that it's still in production. We've got, as I'm recording now, well, we've got everything recorded. We're just doing the mixing and the mastering's about to happen. We've got seven, I believe, out of the 12 cuts that are already mixed. The others are coming right along, so I don't think it'll be all that long, and it'll be available. So I just want to remind you that this album, Almost Home, is almost ready, and I'll be telling you more about that. You can find out more about this on my website, www.curtisshelburn.com, www.curtisshelburn, that's got an E on it, .com. Take a look over there anytime you'd like. There are some of my previous albums there. There are a couple of books, and I've got a lot of free stuff. There are actually, well, I'm in the hundreds on the Focus on Faith columns that I've written, the blog. Also, I've got the episodes that we've done on this podcast there. So there's a lot of good stuff there, and I think you might enjoy it. www.curtisshelburn.com You know, it occurred to me, and you might ask yourself this question, I don't know what kind of a mom you had, but I know what kind I had, and I wonder if I had gone in and told mom, mom, I so appreciate most of the rules that you make, I really do understand, picture the little boy there talking up to his mom, his head leaned up, looking her in the eye and saying, she's leaning down, yeah, mom, I really appreciate what you've done for me, and You and dad have made a marvelous environment here for a young child to grow up in. 
I think personally that you're doing a great job on my instruction and my teaching and my care and my feeding and all of that. I just want to tell you that I've decided that I will, I promise you, do my very best to follow all of your rules and commands that I personally agree with. Now, I don't know about your mom, but I know about my mom. That would not have gone over well. And I suspect that in our own lives, when we submit to authority, it probably won't go over very well if we tell whatever authority, I just plan to submit to you in the things that I really agree with. Otherwise, nah, not so much. Try that with God, for example. Well, we're going to talk about that in just a moment. Thanks for being with us. And so let's focus on faith. A lot of the things that I write in my blog, I write honestly first as a newspaper column, and then they become a blog, and I post them on Facebook and a few other places. They show up in some newspapers and whatever, and all of that's good. I'm thankful. What I'm about to tell you actually was something that I wrote on Facebook, and I just fired it off. Now, don't get the wrong idea. Yes, I'm tempted very often to fire off stuff on Facebook, and then I do it, and I regret it. Or then I see other people who obviously are firing stuff off on Facebook and should regret it, and I don't enjoy that much. And even if you're saying something that's true, if you say it in the wrong way, well, that's not very productive. And Twitter, oh, for goodness sakes, what a bad idea. It's nothing I, honestly, I know it can be used well. I know a lot of people do. I know a lot of people don't. But who really cares that I just went to the store and bought eight oranges, and I'm going to tell you about it in 140 characters. Now I think they've upped it to 280 characters or less. Who really cares? I don't understand that. And do I really need help in getting ticked off about something and being able just to fire off immediately some kind of little short epistle as I'm grinching and grouching and blowing off steam. I can't see that that's going to bless anybody. And so it was kind of an interesting thing and a little bit of a turnaround on the whole uh, cycle of events when I chose to write something specifically for Facebook that is now turning into a podcast episode and will probably turn into a column and a blog post later, even though it really hasn't yet. That's kind of going around the back way from what I usually do. Anyway, I started writing this because I was about to boil over and I needed to be delivered of some of this internal pressure. And one of the ways to do that is to share this internal pressure with other people. Sometimes that's a good thing. If you're not just erupting, sometimes if you're just thinking about some stuff that you want to share with others and see kind of what they think, that can be a good thing. But I began by saying, nobody's going to read this. It's far too long. It's poorly written. And most of us have lost the ability to read or make sense out of anything longer than the average 33-character tweets tweeted by twits. And that is the average. 33 characters, most tweets. And not all of them, but a whole lot of them are tweeted by twits. Anyway, here goes. I wrote yesterday, tomorrow is inauguration day. It's a particularly good time to think about our citizenship, I think. 
And I think it's a particularly good time for me to stay off of Facebook and other social media for at least a day or two. Even as I personally think social media companies increasing censorship of free speech is unwise, I think my increasing censorship of my own speech is a responsibility of my citizenship. Whatever rants from whatever blusterers, and I can be a blusterer, do show up on Facebook are posts I do well to scroll past on Facebook's best day, and I doubt Inauguration Day will be its best day. Well, I hope it is. I hope it's a really good day. But so far, I've lived up to my pledge today. I have not been on Facebook, and I have not done a lot of looking around there. I haven't done any looking around there. I've watched some of the inauguration, and so far, yeah, so far, so good. But it just seemed to me to be a good day for me to stay off of Facebook and not see a lot of the crazy stuff that's being posted by those who are far left or far right, and just be quiet for a minute. I went on to write, as a citizen of the United States, my desire is to be neither an unloving critic or an uncritical lover, as a wise man once said regarding his view of the church. I refuse to believe those are the only options open to me or to you. This is not the only nation, surely we realize this, justly worthy of her citizens' love. But I am not a citizen of other nations. I'm a citizen of this one. I see no more virtue in being willfully blind to her flaws than I do to being willfully blind to her virtues. This nation has both. But I can't imagine how anyone could be so blind as to say that the world would have been better off had this nation not been born. The debt of gratitude that I owe this land of my birth is so deep as to be far beyond any sacrifice I could ever make. That said, my baptism proclaims that my primary citizenship is in the kingdom of God, and my citizenship in any earthly kingdom is vastly beneath that. It must always be that first allegiance to the kingdom of God that colors and informs my citizenship in any nation of this world. My king has told his people that allegiance to him must outweigh even family relationships, relationships with father, mother, husband, wife, and children. If I'm forced to choose, I must choose for him. But loving him most will usually, in my situation, and I think in most people's situation, mean loving them more wisely and better than I do now, not less. My king has told me in scripture to pray for my earthly king, for leaders and authorities, and to obey them whenever possible. I suspect that loving him most will usually mean that I must love them more wisely and better than I do now, not less. And so when the Apostle Paul tells us, commands us, in 1 Timothy 2, to pray for kings and those in authority, and the Apostle Peter tells us, commands us, in 1 Peter 2, to Quote, submit ourselves to the king and honor him. We do well to listen and obey. We do well to remember the poignant and pointed truth that the emperor then was crazy and bloodthirsty Nero, the very man who would put both apostles to death. And I doubt that either apostle, as he wrote, would have been surprised by that or changed his words. So the commands to pray for, submit to, and honor 
are not contingent upon our having voted for the king or feeling warmly, kind, soft-hearted, and generous toward him. The Apostle Paul says specifically in 1 Timothy 2 that we are to pray for our governmental leaders, quote, in order that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. And he says, this pleases God our Savior. I'll go out on a limb here and say that if I'm as serious about my heavenly citizenship as I should be, and if I'm serious about pleasing God our Savior, and if I'm listening to what two martyred apostles and the Holy Spirit, I think, command us, Facebook rants on Inauguration Day, or any other day, are probably out of bounds for me. And if the apostles Peter and Paul can urge citizens of God's kingdom to pray even for Nero, I'm probably not going to get a pass if I refuse to pray for whoever is inaugurated on whatever Inauguration Day in our land, whether it makes me happy or not. Dual citizenship is hard. My citizenship in this earthly land should require me at least to try to act like an adult. But my citizenship in God's kingdom requires me to try to act like his son. I need his grace to try to do any of that. Well, again, thank you for joining us on this Focus on Faith with Curtis Shelburne podcast. I'm so glad you chose to join us, and I hope you'll come back and spend some time with us again. If you like it, why don't you tell some friends about it? Sure would appreciate it. Have a great day.